The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices search podcast today we're going to talk about google's continuing legal troubles joining us is jordan cooney who is an seo strategist and advisor to search metrics which is a team of seos content marketers and data scientists that use a comprehensive suite of software and services to deliver data and insights that enable marketers to reach their search engine optimizations and content marketing goals and in addition to providing us with our guest today search metrics is also a sponsor of the voices of search podcast and today jordan and i are going to dig in and talk about what What's happening with Google's legal troubles? And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. Here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben, do you have a gavel that you can just start banging? Because I think that would be a great way to start this episode. Oh, <laughs> you want me to make noise? I mean, yesterday we we sounded the algorithm alert alarm. I could do that again. No, 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 no. You no. want We're me to start banging We're on We're stuff good. here? No, 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 no. How's that? There it is. There it is. <laughs> yes, Your Honor. Yes, Your Honor. <laughs> That's the nicest thing anybody's called me in a while. Right? <laughs> Jordan, we talked yesterday about the algorithm updates and how Google is trying to get rid of spam and, and maybe giving some traffic back to some of the most prominent brands that are have a search presence. One theory that I had that we didn't discuss yesterday was Google's rationale for maybe shifting some of the traffic back towards the brands and, and potentially away from the zero-click search or, or places that are using Google properties is Google's trying to share some of the love so they have an argument to get out of some of the legal troubles Give me the update of what's been happening with Google from a legal perspective. Are they getting sued by everybody still? Yeah, they're getting sued. 
all the time, a lot. It's uh, a pretty common occurrence for for our dear friend Google. So poor Google, what they ever do to anybody? They just provided a search engine, help find the world's information. Well, two decades later, that uh, carefree positioning just doesn't work anymore, right? This is now don't be evil. A, a, vit- a vital ecosystem to the livelihood of of many people and in the way that our society operates, right? But a little recap for this year, in particular around antitrust litigation with with Google, which is, I think I would say that that's the bigger piece to this. I mean, there have been lawsuits with Google and Alphabet, the, their parent company, over employment issues and, and, and how certain employees felt about the company. And generally speaking, there's a variety of lawsuits that Google is dealing with. But for the most part, the stuff that we're typically talking about is really the the antitrust type of lawsuits that Google faces, predominantly from governments and other uh, public institutions, right? The question of whether Google is a monopoly, right? Acting anti-competitively. Correct, right. And that antitrust, that, that remit is not just, are they acting as a monopoly or taking control of certain markets or segments, but also are they creating a fair environment for companies to compete in, right? So the most notably notable case in that that front is what happened with many of the classified players in, in Europe and in Germany specifically, where they actually won their case and forcibly made Google cha- make changes to the way that they render results in various markets in, in Europe. But the, the long or the short of it here is that their practices, their fair practices on from a US standpoint have largely failed. Like there has not been an antitrust lawsuit in the United States against Google that has really seen any material impact to the business. I think the most notable one possibly was earlier this year and the total, I think, damages that that Google faced was 20 million bucks, which candidly speaking, I think Google probably makes 20 million bucks in seconds. 20 million bucks. <laughs> I'm just going to drop that off my yacht, Buffy. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, unfortunately, like $20 million is just like absolutely nothing for Google. Like it, the penalty, I mean, you can't even call a $20 million penalty like a... It's not a slap on the wrist. It's a slap on the finger. It's, it's not even worth discussing. Yeah, let's put it that it's way. It's like when an NFL player gets fined for having his jersey untucked. Correct. Yes. So the antitrust lawsuits have been filed against Google and primarily, and some of them are still ongoing, but for the most part have failed. Google's defended themselves relatively well. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. 
Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Do you think that there's still legal risk that's happening or local governments, federal governments still coming after Google for monopolistic practices, anti-competitive practices? Oh, absolutely. Let's just take a look at a quick brief history of what's really been going on with Google in particular, in a variety of these antitrust lawsuits. So give me the rundown. It's, it's kind of a constant moving target. So it's, it's even difficult to keep all the dates and all the, all the changes in order. But in late 2020, there was an antitrust lawsuit filed by, I believe it was like 38 different states. And that lawsuit is for a total of $1 trillion, which is a little more substantial than many of the other claims that have been brought against Google, including many of the ones that happened in Europe, where I think that the total fines for the European antitrust lawsuits totaled $9 billion. So you can see this is a substantially larger larger claim by these 38 states in the United States. And much of their claims is centered around how Google is essentially managing their search business, right? And so they're literally making, I think, more substantiated claims than what the attorney general put together under the Trump administration. But they're putting together more substantiated claims around how Google creates practices for ads, how Google creates practices for in-app purchases, similar to the lawsuits that took place between Epic Games and Apple. They're kind of covering a much broader remit around how Google is managing their very various ecosystems, not only like Google Play, but also these products around Google Search and ads, and ultimately whether or not they're creating a fair competitive market for the consumers who and businesses who are using these. And so I think there's going to be a, a much stronger weight against these claims because they're coming after Google for a multitude of their business channels as well as uh, various reasons for manipulative or monopoly-like practices within these business units. All right. So there's a larger lawsuit domestically than there are overseas. And they're pointing at Google to say, the way that you're running your ads is unfair. The way that you are charging people for payments in the app stores is unfair, similar to what's been happening with Apple and Epic. But my understanding is that the the primary lawsuit in the United States, the one with the 38 states and attorney generals getting together, that one is kind of either failed on the way out. I don't know what the legal term is, but that's not really going anywhere, is it? Well, I'd, I'd actually like to reposition that from like failed or going out to kind of evolving. Let's just call it that, right? Many of the same states that were involved in the, the Trump version of many of these lawsuits are also now involved in some of the more recent lawsuits, especially the ones around the duopoly that has happened here in the United States between Google Play and Apple iTunes. And so ultimately, like these government institutions are basically evolving their claims and trying to really get to a place where they can get something substantial on 
these big tech companies in terms of the way that they're forcing practices on the businesses that are participating in these marketplaces or how they allow consumers to access the content and information that these providers offer inside of these platforms and experiences. So you're suggesting that this is politically motivated? Well, everything in our lives are, is politically motivated, whether we like to admit it or not. <laughs> You'd make a great politician. <laughs> Dance around that <laughs> question, buddy. <laughs> well, I, I definitely have zero interest in ever being in, in politics. You're going to piss off uh, <laughs> 50% of the audience here no matter what you say. So just let it rip. Well, I think what's interesting is how other companies have also weighed in on this conversation. So let's there's the political components of this, but there's also the business practice components of this, including companies like Yelp and TripAdvisor, who've both publicly attacked Google and have stated that regulators should intervene and provide uh, more restrictions on how Google allows companies to advertise and ways in which companies can advertise and access uh, Google. And so it's really interesting to see that more and more companies, and not just small companies, but large companies are coming out and actually being vocal about wanting regulation. I think the other interesting component of that is that for many of these big companies, that might even mean that they are themselves receive imposed restrictions into how they can operate, right? Think of CCPA, which we have here in California, the, the California Privacy Act. Like this is something that there was a lot of companies that were very vocal for and were in favor of. There are various other companies that were against it. But in the, in the end, everybody has to now follow those, those requirements, right? And so that could be a outcome of these lawsuits is if Google fails in winning some of these lawsuits, it may require new imposed rules around advertising, collecting advertising money, the way that you can promote or show content from different businesses within your own results. These are things that could greatly change the landscape in terms of how we use many of these technologies and platforms. Congratulations on offending almost no one except for me for answering that question. I guess the last <laughs> question for you here today is, you know, knowing that all of these lawsuits have happened in late 2020, early 2021, you know, has Google got over the hump when it comes to the major lawsuits or do we expect this to be something that's going to impact their behavior coming up in 2022? Oh, this is just getting started, Ben. The sad reality of this is I think that for the app-based antitrust lawsuit, this hearing is scheduled for September, I believe, of 2023. So we're just getting started in terms of the discovery process, that the states are going to now impose, the collection of information, probably Google filing <laughs> their own sets of, of lawsuits and trying to, to mitigate or reduce the access that many of these states and regulators uh, receive. So it's going to be a ongoing story, especially here in the United States where litigation is it's a form of business, let's just be honest. And the reality is this is going to go on for, for many years. Well, check back with us in 2023 to see how this story ends. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is JT Cooney, J-T-K-O-E-N-E, -E, or you could visit his website, which is jordancooney.com. 
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 